today on the TMZ Podcast. Welcome to the TMZ Podcast. Coming Derek here. Hot. Whoa, that was hot. Katie here. And Jason. Well, I'm excited. We've got some great stories uh, today on tap, and let's jump right into it. We've got Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox. Rumors were a-swirling, weren't they? <laughs> they That were. they had broken up. And the reason the rumors started swirling is because uh, Megan Fox has not posted Machine Gun Kelly on her social media since June. I mean, it's that's an eternity time. given how they Well, they're so they prolific on social media. Yes. She's so prolific on social media. All of a sudden, she goes sort of radio silent with their relationship. A lot of speculation that they had gone away. These people would drink each other's blood, like on stage, right? Yeah, I mean, All they, they lick each other's faces. Of each other. Yeah, right. they go to an award show licking each other. They're out with uh, Travis Barker and Kourtney Kardashian. More licking. More yeah. licking. So it's just licking. lots of licking and no licking all of a sudden. No, so it's August. Tongues start wagging and say, hey, Hey, look, this couple is broken up and the proof is in the pudding because they're not posting. Well, uh, over the weekend, Machine Gun Kelly has a concert and get, did a shout out to his wife. And we got the footage and we'll, we'll read into it. I talked to my wife before I got on stage tonight and I said, uh, she said, when you're on stage, you're where you love to be. Don't think about anything. You don't have to prove anything to anybody. They all came to see you. So just give them the best fucking performance they've ever seen in your life. Now, I got a couple things to say about this. Well, he's he's well, doing this with blood streaming down his face. <laughs> yeah. Did you know that? Yes, I the did. new thing he does is smash, smash a, bottle of a, a glass yeah. of champagne flute. I don't think it's cool. I think he's going to be very scarred and he's going to regret this over well, time. So, so there's different ways to read into what he said, though, because all it seems to be in response to the speculation that they may be having difficulties in the relationship. I don't think that his comments about his wife, since he talks to his wife, so they're still married. But well, they're not married. They're not it's, it's, married. It's the right? colloquial That's, sense. Oh, I'm sorry. Of yes, like they're still my wifey. Got it. Got it. Right. Got it. But then he Those says, "People don't know what a wife she, is." He like. quotes her as saying, "When you're on stage, you're where you love to be. Don't think about anything. Don't you don't have to prove anything to anybody." There's some interpretation of that as being, well, that shows they're still together, but I don't know that it goes that far. Do you guys well, think so? Well, wife is a pretty strong term of endearment. I mean, the, the, he, he is indicating, is he does this. <laughs> <laughs> it can be. Traditionally, <laughs> it's a term of, of endearment. Yeah. Um, what, I, I think what he does is he does these things where he like conveys a pep talk he received from his wife before going out on stage. This is not like a unique clip. It's just the most recent one. And the indication is that he's still talking to her before he goes out on stage, and therefore she's in his life as his wife. And she's so, giving him pep talks of like maybe he yeah. was going through something. So she's like, look, just get out there. Focus on your performance. I mean, it sounds like they're still together well, based well, on this little clip we just heard. No, but what no, do you, what do you make of you don't have to prove anything to anybody? What, what, what is that referring to? She, is that she, just simply words that you used to pump somebody Maybe he was nervous yes. about his performance. Yes. He was like, oh, I don't know if I can smash myself just correctly. <laughs> just so well in the face tonight. The blood may get messed up. And it's she's so like, embarrassing just when the glass doesn't break just, and you just, you just hit yourself with a full <laughs> champagne flute and it's not tough at all. No, I think that's it. What, what she does is she gives him these pep talks. She says, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh God, darn it, me, people out people there love like you. you. Yes. Yeah. Look, I, I still think where there's, where there's smoke, there may be fire, though. I mean, yeah. we nonstop would just see them all the time and the fact that she has not posted him it's a little suspicious still it's still I know uh, they're saying sources close to them are saying they're still together I'm wondering maybe they're working through something I'm with I Katie. This is a prelude to a breakup, right? It's it's they yeah. want to control the narrative. They don't want the internet to tell tell them when they broke up. Maybe they're still working on it. Maybe they get back together, but they're not going to allow it to be announced 
via silence on the internet. If, if they break up, they're going to let us know. And they're trying to indicate that we're still together, but I, I'm with Katie. Something's going on because it's not as hot and heavy as it was. Well, as long as two of you are in alignment on this, <laughs> yeah, I guess I, the, yeah. <laughs> but, but the story is that they have said they are still together now. We've talked about them. It's It burned too hot. Their, their relationship burned too hot. We talked about this yesterday. You can't keep that pace up. The, the level of passion right, that but it doesn't mean you had to, means it, it, it is going to it. We, we all agree with that. The three of us sitting here certainly agree, certainly agree with that. that pace up, but it doesn't mean you go all the way to, to break up, right? That's you just you can go back into a normal, like, you know, relationship where you don't really care for each other. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and that's, and that's what they're doing. Yeah. And that's what so therapy is for, really. congratulations to yeah. getting to that level. Yeah. So let's move on to a relationship that really busted. Yeah. So Angelina Jolie is back in the news with her relationship with Brad Pitt. There's been some people in Brad Pitt's camp have come out and with some real issues with Angelina Jolie given that she has now made public the fact that she went forward with a FOIA request, a request for documents from the FBI that related to the alleged dust-up on the private plane they had back in 2016. You remember at the time it came out, it was very public, that Angelina Jolie had accused Brad of putting hands on their son Maddox, um, roughing him up pretty badly, and then there was some allegations of domestic abuse. And now she's come out with this FOIA request, Eric, and there's some more detail about what she claims happened on this on this flight back yeah, in 2016. Yeah, this was always a little bit murky when, when the issue came out. There was talk of they were on a plane with their children, Brad was drunk, and there was some physical and verbal confrontations. Well, if you read these documents that were released, which is sort of the a description of the entirety, uh, it sounds like Brad was drinking, at least according to, to this investigative report, and sort of storming around the pa- plane, pacing back and forth, right. and really getting physical with, with Angelina. Comes it, off as a bit deranged, yes. a manic, a, a, a drunk. I mean, all, I all these all things, things, but right. not, not one of them in isolation, not just a drunk guy. He was clearly, the fact he's pacing back and forth in the plane, yes. verbally berating and then physically assaulting people, that, that goes to a different level. Yes, and a lot of it is redacted, so you don't know the names that they're talking about, but you can tell from the context clues, one of the children, and I think it was speculated that it was was Maddox, Maddox at the time, yeah. is the oldest, stood up to Brad and said, hey, don't treat my mother that way. And that only escalated the conflict. Um, and it must now have these been a very are just allegations, plane ride. Just yeah. allegations at Angelina. This just is not... These are not findings by the, by the FBI. It was in federal airspace, so the FBI, the federal authorities, w- were, were there. And to the contrary, at the end of the report, it says the parties agreed that no criminal charges should be filed. Right. That's what Brad really wants to focus right. on is, yeah, you can read this report. It sounds nasty. But at the end, everyone agreed that there's no criminal charges here. This was a fight amongst a family at most. Yeah, I'm not sure how the far, how the far that gets him, right? A lot of people, times spouses, especially in domestic situations, don't want to file criminal charges against their spouse. Yep. They, But nevertheless, he says he did nothing wrong. But now he's really going after uh, Angelina because he says she's made this request, renewed this request, this FOIA request for documents. He says she already has just to muddy him up. Yeah. I mean, if she's seen these documents, the only reason for them to go public is to drag Brad's name through the mud. And right now, Brad is kind of flying high, right? Brad was in Bullet Train, which is a big movie in the box office. Oh, he won an Oscar last year. He won an Oscar. Yeah, yeah he's fully like, back in favor to, with the publishers. Totally. She was in a total bomb. The Eternals was one of the only Marvel movies that didn't work. That was right. her last big role. So maybe she's trying, she's upset and, and upset with seeing that he's completely uh, fine after the marriage in terms yeah. of his career and, and maybe that's what That's what he bit. would like 
everybody to believe that this is just simply a petty attempt. Now, she, for her part, hasn't responded to his allegations, but you have to believe that she uh, submitted this FOIA request for a reason, not just to do it, right? She must think there are documents out there that she doesn't have, something about their investigation. She's ve- She was very upset, apparently, that they didn't file criminal charges, although she seems to have suggested back in the day that they shouldn't have. I don't know I exactly. I have a question for both of you. What do you, what do you think of this? So this, this report comes out. We seem to be in an era now where it's the backlash the, the of, of sort of Me Too type allegations and things like that, where we're questioning the narrative of of women. We did this obviously in a very big way in the Amber Heard Johnny Depp case, where she was totally, uh, you know, not believed, not credible, and the jury found against her. Now, Angelina has a report from the FBI, and yes, at the end it says no, no criminal charges are warranted. But if you read this, Brad looks bad. Yeah, you I know, mean, some of these like notes are the agent's abused. notes are crazy that he dumped beer on her, grabbed her shoulders, hurt her elbow. I mean, these are. And yet he and Johnny Depp are fine, if not better than ever. What what do you make of this in terms of the cultural moment we're in versus the cultural moment we're in in 2017 when these allegations first I think there's two things at play here. First is how much do we like the person who's being accused? And I think both Johnny Depp and Brad Pitt, Johnny Depp during the trial and Brad Pitt more generally, are extremely liked, well-liked and likable personalities. Unlike the Harvey Weinsteins or Bill Cosby's of the world, who we had been hearing these whispers rumors about for years and really were not particularly you know, well-liked people by the time that the Cosby allegations came out. He was once America's dad, but 30 years later, he wasn't. And these rumors of his uh, uh, of his treatment of women were, were following him. And I think his reputation had gone down. That's not the case with Johnny and Brad Pitt. But I do think we are seeing a backlash to the Me Too movement. I think we are seeing a, we're not just going to accept what women say on face value. We're going to hear the guy out. And if we like him enough, we're going to believe what he says. And he's also, Brad Pitt's also been on basically like an apology tour, right? The last six years. Because he came oh, out and he does all of these magazine interviews, all of the, and where he talks about how he's gotten sober, how he works with this men's group, how he goes and like does all this therapy. So he's he's basically, you Let know, ask you a I'm question. working that, on myself. Doesn't that confirm more of it, the things that we're well, It he's does, made, yes. but, but you see someone, you know, kind of saying, well, I'm working on it. And so, Let me ask and you, you don't know all the dirty, dirty details. Yeah. So you're like, oh, this is just a guy so that's like trying what, to what about get better. And, what, and more he also reflective. looks really good. What about the reclamation of a friendship between he and Jennifer Aniston? I think that went a long way that, for him, right? That helped a lot. Because yeah. she is America's sweetheart. She is. Oh, and that was held against arm. him for yeah. a long time that he had mistreated her. And they are now friends or whatever they are. And but not just Jennifer civil. Aniston, but he's done interviews with Gwyneth Paltrow, another ex Oh, interesting. And they're both like, we love each other so much. Yeah. Gosh, the parallels are crazy. To so, me because who did Johnny Depp use in his trial? His ex-girlfriend. Yes. He used Kate, Kate Moss, Moss who, right. who actually, at a huge moment of the trial, said that Johnny Depp's actually chivalrous. He saved me from falling down the stairs. He didn't push me down the stairs. And Brad Pitt. Now, I don't want to. I don't want to sound too cynical. I don't think he maybe you know restarted his friendship with Jennifer Aniston to rehabilitate his image, but. These guys do have a lot of handlers. They do have a lot of publicists who say this would be good for you. You know, Jennifer's, you know, you had a messy breakup with her and now you're facing all these allegations from Angelina. Maybe you want to like but talk to her. Going back to your original point, though, I mean, if if the allegations against Al Franken, for example, yes. came out today. And remember, the allegations were that he there was a picture of of somebody. Uh, I forgot who the actress was sleeping. And yes. he sort of mockingly he didn't grab him. Mocking. He sort of like step faked, gra- faked, faked grabbed, grabbed them, them and then someone took a picture and, and someone took a picture and then there were some allegations that he used sort of body jokes and things like that and 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 that sort of thing i think al franken none of that affects him anymore he was forced out of the senate he was forced by his own party to give up his senate seat and he still harbors a grudge about that, and I don't think that happens. The same I don't know way if again. it would happen today. Yeah, I I, I don't know. Uh, the 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 read I had on that was the the 
Democrats fearing sort of uh, sort of an inconsistency or hypocrisy yes. with not treating their own like they were holding yes. others to account, whereas re- Republicans didn't really have that problem. Like right. they'll, they'll they'll toe the line for their own and they'll throw uh, Al Franken under the bus. So I don't know, but you're right. It just it just strikes me as a, an interesting inflection point we're at, where there's a real difference now in how we're thinking about these issues, particularly with very big stars, Johnny Depp and Brad. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, and Walmart, and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. So download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. So, so we're talking about cancel culture. So let's segue over to Jamie Foxx, who has had a lot of thoughts about cancel culture. He was really an interesting voice, right? one of the most famous people in the world. And he has come out and it, there's always been questions about why his 2016 movie about two basketball fanatics, he and Jeremy Piven, never saw the light of day. And he says it all has to do with cancel culture. Um, and yeah, I mean, look, this is this is fascinating because I didn't know this movie existed. Yeah. It has been shelved. Yes. I mean, it's, it's called All Star Weekend. It actually sounds like a lot of fun. It's a it's a comedy, which you know, uh, you know, Jamie Foxx does both. Huge cast. I mean, huge. it's got Benicio del Toro, Gerard Butler, Eva Longoria, and then Robert Downey Jr. is playing a Mexican man. Yes, and this which, is fascinating, yeah. right? Because Robert Downey Jr. famously in Tropic Thunder played a one black of the man. greatest risks that's yes. ever been taken by yes. movie makers and an actor, but actually dressed in blackface, but it hit a home run with black and white audiences alike. Most people say it paid off. It just paid off. Yeah. It was very, very funny. It's obviously not sort of mocking in the same way that you think of blackface in the 50s or something. It's it's a, it's a, it's a no, satire. But, but nor was Ted Danson when he got canceled in the 80s for dressing up it, 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 where his African-American girlfriend had put him in blackface as a comedy skit he was his career was almost devastated destroyed because right. of it but here but we, robert downey jr very aware apparently jamie fox had to convince him because at this point in robert downey jr's career 2016 he's already iron man he's minted he is yes. his image he's worth is hundreds of millions of dollars right. Right. a lot to lose right. in terms of his uh, star stature if he takes a role and and and, and whiffs right yeah. because he's a very big big movie star um and but he, he was hesitant to, to do it and he was really hesitant to do it jamie had to convince him and said you know we've got to be able to do characters you can do this. You killed. You killed it in Tropic Thunder. So come do this. And I guess he he eventually agreed, right? So yes, he was now, playing so a Mexican who, man, and Jamie was playing a white racist cop in this film. Yeah, which I don't quite understand. Is it sort of a white chicks type thing? Where but he it, on, but at that point, at, at that point, it it it, it, it big, undermines any sort of cancel culture. It is just people dressing up and playing characters in a farcical way. So right? then who's shelving it? Because so, because this is a big movie with a so, big cast, this would get released in some fashion. So Jamie Foxx accuses the studio of shelving it, saying they're not ready for the backlash from this movie, specifically pointing out the Robert Downey Jr. dressed as a Mexican character. The But Jeremy Piven came out in an interview and said, this is not true. It's actually Jamie Foxx that's holding it. Now, he said this back in the day, it's back, but he said it's actually Jamie Foxx that's held this thing up because Jamie Foxx doesn't want the backlash. There's no way for us to cut that knot, but it seems... And he, well, he said Jamie Foxx is a profesh, uh, perfectionist too, right? So he was like, he wants everything to be perfect, so that's oh, so why he's just sucks. holding on to the it, movie. So there's a lot of... there's there's a lot of. It's possible that the movie's such a high wire act that Jamie Foxx sees the cut of it and is like, 
we took big chances here. We got Robert Downey Jr. faking a Mexican yeah. accent. We've got me in white face. You know, does it actually work to pull it off like Tropic Thunder and get big laughs? Because if it doesn't, you flop. And, yeah. and, and then you get all of this criticism on top of a bad movie. This reminds me of, have you guys ever heard of The Day the Clown Cried? You know the no, day the clown no, cried. Do tell this us. This is a very famous Jerry Lewis movie where he played a clown in a Nazi concentration camp. It was a 1972 movie, and you know he is a clown who entertains the Jewish children in the concentration camp, and then is utilized by the Nazis to lead the children to the gas chambers. And he did it as he's in, he's a clown, and Jerry Lewis is a comedian. But the movie is obviously has a very serious note to it, and he watched the cut and said, "This must never be seen." Uh, and I wonder if Jamie like and so now it's in the Library of Congress 2024 it comes out if you're if you're interested in ever seeing the day the clown cried I'll but, put that on my calendar <laughs> I actually I actually about halfway through Derek's story I'm like why did you bring this up and you got to the end where he killed it I'm actually oh yeah I wonder if Jamie Foxx is like is this my the day the clown cried it's a very famous thing in sort of Hollywood circles and he might have said this must never see the light of day Jamie Foxx has a movie now on Netflix called Day Shift which is a vampire movie like he's flying high he doesn't need yeah. the backlash well but but just to go back to him Sorry sort to of leading no no I actually thought it was a great yeah. great uh, reference but he, he's actually now sort of going out at the forefront of this and saying we're trying to break open the sensitive corners where people can go back to laughing again and I think it's the same point that a lot of comedians have made, which is this Bill is Maher. comedy. Bill Maher right. has made this point. Dave Chappelle has made this point more loudly than anybody. We need to go back to a place where comedians can say whatever the hell they want if they're trying to be funny. Sometimes they're going to be funny, and sometimes they're not. When they're not funny, you can criticize them for not being funny. But if they're funny, they get to say whatever they want. No limitations. Uh, period. But right? this would have to hit, right? Like if hit. he's taking yes. such a big risk, then it has to be funny. So if he watched it and is like, this is not hitting, then that that How? risk is not going to have any reward. Him it's actually going to work You can't the take away way. the risk. Cancel right. culture is yes. sort of there. And if you flop hard, cancel, they will cancel you. But we are getting to a place where it's like, maybe take some calculated risk. Right. And maybe this wasn't worth it. Do you think Kevin yeah. Spacey is somewhere like, I was just trying to be funny. <laughs> oh, I was boy. just trying to be funny. Oh, boy. <laughs> just a funny guy. Um, <laughs> let's talk Speaking about the, of funny guys. <laughs> Go ahead. I don't know who we're going to. Yeah, I don't know. I see Bernie our two Spears' ex-husband, yeah. Jason Alexander. Back Good pick. In, yeah. yeah. Uh, back in jail, right? Is he in jail again? Or Way to he... lead this off, Katie. Yeah, well I'm, done. I, I don't yeah, it. I mean, he's facing some some serious felony charges now. Now, this is completely completely unrelated to the Britney Spears saga, just yeah. so everyone knows. That was where he crashed the wedding. He served, I think, uh, 30 days in jail. It was a 60-day sentence, but they let him out after 30 days. Well, now he's out, and uh, Napa Sheriff says, well, we got to book him because we've got a crime that we think he committed uh, way back in 2016 where he allegedly stole a bracelet and some pricey jewelry items from yeah. someone's home that he was staying at. Completely unrelated to Britney, as I said, but it's indicative, and so now he's been charged with felonies over that. It's grand theft if the items are worth enough. This guy's life is sort of falling apart in in real time. You know, the, the Britney stuff, he... Seems to seems to want to really get back with her. That's going nowhere. It just looks like he's on tilt. I find him kind of a, a sad character. You know, Jason Alexander married her for fifty five hours, and it the broke best him. Fifty five hours of his well, life, it, and then it, it all went so downhill after that. It, it did, but it seems to have psychologically broken something in this person, right? Yeah. You ever? I, I, I sort of. It's akin to somebody who's like at their dream job, and they think they have their dream job, and then their dream job falls apart, and they never really recover from that. I mean, he had this life that I think that he still looks back on and says, "If only I had been able." to convince her to stay married to me for a longer period of time. I could have had a, a K-Fed life at the very least, right? Yes. One of one of yeah. child support payments and, and some modicum of wealth. He must be so 
jealous of so Chapin. jealous that must be his person that he like pins up in his home as as the guy who got it done right and, and we see that in his attempt to crash her wedding to Sam Asghari right this is just a man who is still and then saying to the people I'm her husband He's he's delusional, it seems, but he also is just living in, in his brain an alternative life of what things could have been, should have been in his mind. Yeah, it's, where does this story end? Like, I, I find the story sort of more sad than titillating. Like, where does the story end for Jason Alexander? He's now got a felony case against him. He had the trespassing case. It, his life is sort of careening downhill, and I think it could have it, a very sad, bad ending. I think it ends yeah. in wedded bliss to Britney Spears, yeah. don't you? <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> you're you're, you're, you're saying there's still bliss. a chance? We've, we've always been, people in there's the room have always been pessimistic about That's his right. relationship with Sam Asghari. If that doesn't go through, it's really... He just needs a boombox to play Toxic. Well, he tried, to give her, he tried to <laughs> give her a tennis window. bracelet, sapphire tennis bracelet he stole, apparently. That's true. He did take a sapphire tennis bracelet. Realized she wouldn't take it, and then he pawned it off. You know the woman in Say Anything did not... Write it for your in your eyes, right? No, that's right. That's not yeah. Peter Gabriel. Yeah, I don't know why he would. She he, he would have to hold up a boombox playing her song. Why he's playing her own song? Yeah, that doesn't work. I'm going to take it back <laughs> and I'm going to read more about it. Uh, see you guys on Friday. Bye.